So the um, Brahma Viharas, we're looking at the compassion and the metta so far, and we'll continue today with the metta compassion and a combination of this quality of heart that we can explore and deepen in. These divine abidings, as I mentioned the first day, are considered to be uncramped. This is how we are when the heart-mind is not cramped. We are kind, actually. There is joy. There is balance. There is compassion. So we're not trying to say, come in here at 2.30. We're doing metta. Pump it out now. All right? More typically... It's the un- understanding and the dissolving of, of the blocks to these natural qualities of heart that we're working with. So today I'll speak a little, just a little bit about the hind- some of the hindrances to metta in particularly that some of you might notice. Some of you may not. This may be right up your alley, metta. It may be something that you have a kind of inclination for very easily, in which case... Let what I say go in one ear and out the other. You don't need to look for trouble. Right? Enjoy the metta. Let it deepen. Let it widen. It is immeasurable. Um, but many of us have blocks to metta. Um, so. Classically, uh, with any of the Brahma-viharas, when we turn towards a beautiful aspect of the awakened mind like compassion, like metta, kind of puts pressure on or brings forth what you could say the almost the opposite. It's not really an opposite, but things that seem to be in the way. So you may notice in the metta practice, the whole family of aversion arise. Has anybody noticed at all? <laughs> Some honest folk. Yep, phew. Yeah. So, and that can be from the scratchy irritation of that, that will either be directed towards yourself or towards me, most likely, because um, I'm the one making the noise, um, or you know, it'll come out in other ways. You'll start looking at the cracks in the wall and start re- redecorating Gaia House or whatever you do. Um, from the sort of scratchy irritation right through to rage, hatred, anger, frustration impatience, uh, fear also. Um, ring any bells? One of my students recently said, um, I hate metta. And I said, oh, do you hate it when someone's really genuinely kind to you? She goes, no, I love that. I love that, but I hate metta. And sometimes we can get into a little spin around just this kind of this Pali word and we're supposed to be something now. And um, Hatred in its various forms is uh, really a deep one. And it may arise. You don't have to look for it if you're missing it. But if it arises, that can be included within the field of metta because ultimately it's not opposite. The embrace of metta welcomes all things. That which recognizes, discerns, perceives, names, senses and feels the hatred is not the hatred. So we can have a contracted mind arise and wish well for ourselves. doesn't make any sense to our 
solid sense of self, which is, well, either I'm, either I'm good or bad, or either I'm hateful or kind. Or, but actually, we can see contraction and start to bathe it, meet it. Yeah, you too. You too are welcome here. Yeah, you too, the frustration as it arises, or the dullness, or the numbness of the heart, you too are welcome. And this fits well with our practice from this morning of discerning the quality of the citta, knowing the relationship to it, our secret mission to contemplate as these mind states arise and we're with them in such a way they don't then have to con- condition our entire worldview in that moment. So, uh, <clears throat> kindness then is not something we have to pump up and grasp. It's when the blocks get seen and discerned. So they may arise in your practice. It's not wrong if they do, actually. It's, it's like, great, I get to see the aversion now. Can I bathe that in metta? Can I meet that with a welcome? Because kindness, as I look into it, more, the word is, um, it touches me very much, as I sit more and more with my own heart-mind, anything can arise here, and the more I'm willing to see that, and not identify with it, but to see this heart-mind, anything can arise, the beauty, the magnificence, the pettiness, the meanness, the contraction, the expansion, I recognize then that I'm exactly the same kind. I'm of the same kind as each one. The sense of the, the kind that feels, the kind that thinks, the kind that wants the best for myself and doesn't always go the best way about it. The kind that wants awakening, the kind that doesn't want to be hated, the kind that has arms and legs. The, more, the, the smaller amount of things we identify with, the smaller is the range of our kindness. The more we see that we're anything, everything, and none of it, that will be the limit to my kindness. And that can go on and on to the very carpet and the walls. and the... So it's extraordinary, extraordinary quality as we sit with ourselves. And not just some platitude of... You know, may I be happy? Oh, what's happiness? But to really put a question mark behind, beside any of the views we've already formed about kindness, to let our mind be open about it, because truly we don't know the depths to which kindness can go yet. And this is where it's an adventure. Okay. So... Let's begin. Um, we'll do a couple of things today. We'll, I'll offer guidance with meta compassion, this kind of fused quality for our, our own heart mind, our own body, our own being that we call ourself. And um, move through the, the categories and end up with the, the neutral person, which I'll describe a little bit when we get there, if we get there. So find your seat. You're the kind that sits, 
the kind that has a bum, the kind that sometimes feels sleepy after lunch, the kind that really wants to wake up but sometimes forgets why it's a guy house. And let the hands be soft. Notice even if there's resistance. Oh no, not meta. Hope we were going to do joy today. Somebody said in the guided practice the other day when I said the word soothed, she was kind of open and blah, blah, blah. And then I said the word soothed and a big resistance came up. No, not that. But she saw it. She saw that and then welcomed that and met that with a breath that was welcoming and soothing. Even the resistance. There isn't anything that's outside our practice. There isn't anything that's outside the possibility of kindness, actually. So breathing with your belly, giving it enough room to breathe. And let your backside, the flesh around your buttocks drop. Give yourself back to the cushion. We need a certain amount of stability to cultivate the mind. Stability of the body. Spine upright, little space under the armpits. You might loosen the shoulders a little bit. You don't... You know, notice if you start to get contracted and tight during these practices of (laughs) non-tension, these uh, qualities that are without cramp. If you start to get cramped, go, oh, that's interesting. Can I breathe? Maybe I just open my shoulders. I I once did a six-week meta retreat, and by the third week, my heart was like a walnut. You know, I was like, so much pressure. (laughs) Squeezing last drops of... Goodwill until all that was left was dryness and aversion. It's like, ah, see where there's tension. You can move your shoulders in this one. You don't have to work with every single body pain. Unless, of course, it's chronic, in which case we do. And that needs its own kindness. And take a moment to check that you're all here, or as much of you as possible. Right, head. Is your head here? Okay. Let the eyes be soft, jaw. I might give it a massage or a blah, 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 without tension. Anyone wants to do that, what I just did, do it now so you don't feel silly in doing it in a minute. Ah, breath down into the chest. Is your chest here? Yeah, chest is here even if it's numb or concrete or hard or like brittle, barren earth or like a walnut. Breathing with the heart center, armpits, upper arms. And your belly center. If you like, sometimes just to wake it up a little bit, you can make a... Ram sound like the kind of real deep Tibetan chant, if you fancy that. Give it a Sometimes you can feel the apparatus start to resonate a little bit in there. 
and the legs soft. And I just want you to imagine whether or not you're loving it or hating it or indifferent right now. Imagine that you can have the ability to tune your attention to the frequency of metta. It's already here, actually. This level of reality is not far distant. It's actually timeless from the timeless realm. It's here. We just tend to overlook it by being more pulled by the more dramatic things or the painful things. Or And right here and now in this space around you in this room is a field of metta, something that bathes, soothes, wishes well, wishes the best for, wishes ease for protection for all things that arise in the world. Tenderness, love, peace. And that this field of metta is bathing each one of us. We're kind of sitting in it, as it were. This is a little imaginative, skillful use of the imagination. And just using whatever phrases so far you like actually work for you. A couple of them. To just support the mind, it might be, may we all be soothed. Recognizing that each one here has her or his own places of cramp and unheldness. May we all love ourselves completely with no parts left out. <coughs> May we all live with ease and contentedness. May we be safe and protected. And taking a breath, finding out the combination of this morning's practice and this one, what is the quality of the chitta like right now? Not what it should be, according to your Buddhist judge, but what it actually is. Friendly, indifferent, hostile, luminous, concrete, jagged, open, strong. If you were to be able to give a word to it right now, and it's just a snapshot in time, it's not you. And as people call out a word, see if you can bathe that being, that mind state that they call out, bathe it with the phrases, with the metta. May you be safe and protected, soothed. Whatever comes to your mind, and we'll do that for a few minutes. Have a breath. Anyone willing to say the climate of the chitta right now for you?
hopeful, curious, curious. open, open. Floaty. floaty, fluffy. Just hearing those five, breathe with them, the ones you recognize and maybe the ones you don't. It's a human being that feels and is impacted and is sensitive and extraordinary. Breathing with those beings. Any other mind states? Tentative, yeah. Cynical. Cynical. Can you feel, let yourself feel that one, what it feels like in the body? If it's, it might be like a walnut, but it might be different. Any others? Resistant, Resistant and connected. connected. Yeah. Awake. Awake. Frustrated. Doubtful. Doubtful. Sleepy. Sleepy. Neutral. Neutral. Tender. And keeping breathing with all those human states which probably we know, most of them, if not all. Yeah, I'm the kind that can be cynical. I'm the kind that can be open. I'm the kind that can be neutral, sleepy, doubtful, frustrated. Welcoming it all in. And as you breathe with the beings in this room, bring to mind... Someone who it's easy for you to wish well for. And we'll spend a few minutes with your friend or benefactor. And remembering it may not be your best friend. It's not always the easiest one. But someone where your heart kind of, yeah. Hey, it's you. Come on in to the meditation hall. Sit with me for a bit. whoever that is in your life. And let's have a few minutes using two or three of the phrases that you would like to offer and bathe this being in. Have them sit in the, the potential meta. And rem- remembering if it's not important that you feel something. If you're inclining your mind in this direction, it bears fruit in time. Three weeks at least I was a walnut, you know, after years and years and years. We keep doing the the legwork, planting the seed of intention. So, with your friend.
And may you be soothed. And if while you're practicing in this way, you notice the blocks from your own mind states, see if you can offer the metta to them, that the phrase rides on the tide of your breath. When you feel the resistance or aversion or tightness or doubt. May I meet myself completely. No parts left out. May you live with ease. And if there's anything that seems to be in the way right now for you, find out what it is. Is it resistance, boredom, desire, hatred, 
fear, contraction, doubt, and welcoming it in. Yeah, you too. Come on in. There's room for you at the table. Letting go of the friend and spending a few minutes with yourself. Offering the phrases like little gifts to land in this body-mind. Like a gentle rain bathing the chitta, its dryness, its frazzledness, its beauty. It's openness, it's hardness. If that's difficult, you can imagine yourself as a little baby that you all once were, helpless, open. Or as a very old being, close to death, also helpless. May I be soothed. healed. Safe and protected. Free from fear. Knowing contentment. And the heart's release.
tuning again and again to this intention, even when you wander into realms that don't lead onward, come back. In the last couple of minutes with yourself, and if this category is hard for you and you don't feel like you can get close to yourself, you can sometimes imagine someone else offering you these phrases, someone who unconditionally knows that you too are completely welcome at the table exactly as you are. And that may not be someone you know, but it can be a figure, an archetype figure, or sometimes even the sunshine is kind of unconditionally radiating right now on all of us, receiving that goodwill. As you stay with yourself, I'll just give you this poem from Raymond Carver, but keep practicing so that you don't come out of yourself to listen. He was a poet in the last century and he was dying of cancer and the last entry in his diary read like this. And did you get what you wanted from this life? Even so, I did. And what did you want? To call myself beloved. To feel myself beloved on this earth. And did you get what you wanted from this life? Even so, I did. And what did you want? To call myself beloved. To feel myself beloved on this earth. If you like, you can stay with yourself, but if you'd like to play 
and extend will open up to include a neutral person, someone who you're not for or against. Right? If it's too quick a shift from yourself, stay with you. And there's probably still some people in this room that you're not for or against. You could choose one of them. Because we form judgments so quickly sometimes. And don't spend too long looking for the most exciting neutral person. It's not the point. It's precisely someone that you normally overlook. It's not a category that gets our charge going, or our passion, or our zeal, or our aversion. Just some person that's been hanging around, putting their slippers at the bottom of the ramp. Or someone in your street, or on the bus. They might be sitting beside you. And take a moment to see them if you're a visual type or feel them or smell them. or However it is you bring someone to mind. Have a look. Check out their humanity. They're the same kind, the kind that feels and thinks and wants the best and doesn't always go the best way about it. And That sensitivity, but that magnificence of this being in a body. Look at that. Breathing with them and spending a few minutes offering, extending the meta, the field of meta, a little wider. Hmm, never thought about you, but I guess you want happiness too and love and soothing and contentment, just like me. We're widening our kind, our kindred. (laughs) Hang out with this being and keep the mind steady. It's a little bit like neutral sensation. We easily bounce off. We don't think there's much of interest to our self. Staying steady with the neutral being. See what you discover. If you get too busy swimming around all the different phrase options, just choose one phrase. Stay with it. It's just to support the mind.
Perhaps the phrases can ride gently on the tide of the breath. Bathing this being. May all beings know contentment. May all beings know peace. May all beings know the beloved of their heart. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.